Hello and welcome to my podcast, Mind Your Mindset, with me, Sam Hafford, a podcast about creating a mindset for ourselves, which allows us to live the life we want to live and be the person we want to be. And now, last episode, I spoke about how I believe open and honest communication is the foundation stone to creating a more positive mindset and living that happy, fulfilling life that hopefully we're all sort of wanting to lead. And something I've learned, and I'm still learning the hard way myself, um, which, by the way, as a primary school teacher by trade, I would argue the hard way is the best way to learn. Uh, But that's a whole episode in itself, I think. So I won't get too much into that now. But I do absolutely think that's so important that we learn more from the hardest moments in our life than at any other point. And that's probably not particularly revolutionary to many of you. But it was for me when I first really sat down and thought about where I learned my biggest lessons from. So what what I wanted to talk more about in this episode is how to take those steps into having a more honest and open communication with yourself and with those around you. Because it's all well and good me saying that, but if you've never had to do it before, it actually can seem quite a daunting task to be more honest and open. Now, unless you have a moment in your life which really challenges you in your way of thinking, you know, whether that's difficulties in a relationship, struggles at work, whatever it is, Chances are you've never really probably felt the need to have that open, honest communication with yourself about how you're sort of really, truly feeling. But if you haven't had it, it will come somewhere down the line in one form or another. And the longer you put it off, trust me, the harder it will hit. You know, times don't have to be tough for you to need to have that communication. And again, I love a good saying, metaphor, simile, and I was trying to think of a good way to sum this up. And I'm not sure if this is the best one, but it's something I that sort of I thought of And I thought, ah, it makes sense to me is, well, if you were driving towards the edge of a cliff, admiring the beautiful scenery around you, you wouldn't wait until you're about to drive off the cliff before hitting the brakes. Quite poetic, I suppose. So maybe something a bit more realistic or something to think about in terms of physical health. You wouldn't wait until you're on the verge of total organ failure before deciding you should probably think about seeing a doctor. But if you're here, you've probably already had that realisation. You've had that feeling that something in your life just doesn't quite feel right. And you're probably looking at making, trying to make some positive changes to improve your mindset. You know, well, congratulations, you've already made that first step just by admitting that you want to make some changes. You know, when we admit that we're not quite happy with some aspects of our life, we open up that line of open, honest communication with ourselves. That's us right there speaking honestly. You know, that's the hardest step is chances are it could well be the first time you've stepped back and actually taken the time to really evaluate or even reevaluate, perhaps if it's not the first time, what it is you want from life, which is a real, really quite a daunting prospect. You know, it's often referred to as looking at yourself in the mirror, which is an awkward prospect at the best of times. Anyone who's tried looking at their self in the mirror and speaking to themselves in the mirror for whatever reason, pretty awkward. But being honest with yourself about how you're really feeling, whether it's talking to yourself or to someone else, looking at your emotional health, shines a light on those bits of you that you've probably tried to ignore. And man, can that be a shock to the system if you've never done it? You know, you mean I'm not the complete, perfect, whole, happy, fulfilled, certain person I thought I was? Well, why has no one told me this before? Well, no one's told you because you didn't want to admit it. If you're not having open and honest communication with yourself, why would someone else do it? But as soon as you do open up that dialogue with yourself, you know, you admit to yourself you're not completely satisfied with every aspect of your life. Well, then you've taken the first step on the road to having more open and honest communications. And therefore, because of that, a more whole positive mindset. 
Now, I feel at this point, I should probably put in a couple of disclaimers. Firstly, that these steps to better communication, I'm talking about are formed largely from my own experiences. You know, yeah, I've read and listened a fair bit around the subject and I've worked in a career that relies heavily on, you know, real, really good communication, but I'm absolutely no expert. I'm just a guy who's talking through his observations on his life so far, you know, like everyone, I'm constantly learning, reevaluating my view on things. But if you're listening to this and any of it resonates with you, then that's awesome. The second thing is that there's there's no right order for these steps, nor is there any obligation that you need to do all of them to get yourself onto a better path. You know, everyone's life story, everyone's situation, everyone's relationship with the world around them, everyone's view on life, it's completely unique. So some of these steps may resonate more with you, you know, maybe may seem more achievable to you, and that's absolutely fine. You should go through the process of having more open and honest communication in a way that suits you and is comfortable with you. But what I would say is the more ways you open yourself up to that process, the easier it becomes and the more you stand to gain in creating that more positive mindset that presumably you're looking to create. So one way to start having the more open communication is to think back to childhood. Now, obviously, as a teacher, my literal job was to deliver lessons to the children I taught, but excuse the awful cliche, they teach you a hell of a lot too. You know, young children generally have no filter. Thought comes into their head, they say it. They communicate so openly without fear of judgment. You know, they are authentically themselves. And, you know, you sort of, you see like this fear of being vulnerable, this fear of being open and honest with ourselves and the people around us. It's not born. It's not born into us. It's not genetic. You know, children, kids, genuinely, they genuinely don't care about showing their vulnerabilities. The older they get, the more they do. But genuinely, the young young children, they don't care. They say how they feel without really fear of judgment of their peers. And guess what? 99% of the time, the other kid that they're sharing their innermost thoughts and feelings with responds with absolute understanding and empathy, because that is what we are wired to do. I fundamentally believe that we are wired to respond to the people around us with understanding and empathy. It's actually as we get older, more aware of the world around us that we're taught by society to hide how we really feel, you know, to not expose our vulnerability because feeling bad is bad or feeling bad is weak. I saw on a like a meme recently or a tweet, I can't remember which, uh, it was when you become a grown up, people stop asking you about what your favorite dinosaur is. They don't even care. And that's it. As we get older, we're taught to hide our authentic selves, you know, our, our weird interests. We stop being open and honest, kind of in an effort to protect ourselves. But it actually has the opposite effect. We feel worse when we do that. And yeah, feeling bad is normal. In fact, feeling bad, I would say, is probably actually good. Feeling bad sounds weird, but yeah, I think feeling bad is good because if we're willing to confront and understand why we feel that way, we begin to actually overcome that feeling and learn so much more about ourselves from it, allowing us to be our more authentic selves, which is the version of ourselves that people want to see. And it's what develops a more positive mindset about around life. So, you know, think back to your childhood to when you were your most authentic self. Chances are that's when you communicated, when you last communicated, you're most open and honest. And if you could do it then, why can't you do it now? And I know it can be easier said than done. So sort of another step you can take to improve your communication is to journal. Um, something I found absolutely incredible. And it's something that's especially useful to do 
if being more open and honest with other people is particularly daunting to you. You know, the concept of journaling, if you've not heard of it, is pretty straightforward. You know, when you're struggling with something or there's an issue that's making you feel a certain way, whether it's to do with a relationship, a potential partner, uh, a difficult situation at work, you write it down. And it sounds too simple, but it's so effective. You know, for a start, you're being honest with yourself about how you feel. But more importantly, it kind of gets the problem out of your head. You know, as I've said before, uh, problems we keep in our head have a tendency to grow. So even just the act of writing down the problem actually can diminish it. And it may be that it wasn't quite the issue you thought it was, and that's that, job done. But you can also then take it further. Once you've written down what upsets you, you ask yourself, well, why does it upset me? And then ask yourself, well, what could I do to not get as upset in that situation again? If that situation happens again, what changes can I make so perhaps I don't get as upset by it? Now, that's a real simple, really quite simple example. Um, But that's a very quick, crucially open and honest conversation with yourself. Um, will lift that weight off your mind. Now, I'd love to do a whole episode on journaling in the future. So again, and I know I say that a lot, but I won't go too in-depth in it now. But the beauty of it is it allows you to sort of be vulnerable in a really safe setting. You know, no one but you is going to see that vulnerability. And it actually begins the process of learning that being vulnerable can actually be a good thing. And you don't have to do it for every thought that pops into your head. You know, we've all got busy lives, whether it's, you know, busy work, busy family life, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's a million things that go on in our lives. But for example, I do it when there's something that's really bothering me and I just can't stop thinking about it. It won't go away. And actually it's taking up more of that precious time. You know, life is precious. We don't want to waste it. So when I have those thoughts that just won't go away, by writing it down, I sort of actually allow myself to have an open, honest communication with how I'm feeling. And honestly, without exception, I feel mentally and actually even physically refreshed afterwards. Um, But for me, the best step you can take to communicating in a way to develop a more positive mindset is to share with someone you trust. Now, if you're wondering, well, who, who is that person that I trust? If there isn't someone that jumps to your mind straight away, well, chances are it's the person that you feel most at ease around, you know, the person you feel that when you're with them, you're at your most authentic, real self who, you know, you feel never judges you on what you say and do. And just tell them what's upsetting you, what's annoyed you, you know, a personal problem you're grappling with. People want to help and support the people they care about and people appreciate that you've opened up that vulnerability to them and your connection to that person will strengthen as a result. And even if they can't actually help, as with the journaling, just talking with someone who isn't your own spiralling mind really does lighten the load. It just that act of saying it out loud just really does diminish it a lot of the time. And I'm not saying go out there and tell every person you meet, your, you know, your deepest, darkest secrets, but communicating openly and honestly with the important people in your life strengthens those connections that we as humans need and sort of lightens our own emotional load as well. And I'm so much closer to so many of the people in my life from the simple act of discussing our vulnerabilities in a safe setting rather than how I was before where I would shut, shut them off from the world, you know, I don't want to hear about it. People sense that the energy you give off to the world is so important and openness attracts and closing off rejects. It's, it's not rocket science. And lastly, what I would say is give yourself a break because you won't always get it right. Communicating more honestly with the world doesn't happen overnight. Like any skill, the more you do it, the better you get. And if you don't do it for a while, you'll get worse at it. You know, like I said earlier, most of us have spent our years since childhood not practicing that skill. So it's going to take time to get it back. And, you know, even then we have to continuously practice it to stay good at it. You know, believe me, I know, I know how easy it can be to fall back into those bad habits. 
But when you do, just remember to speak kindly to yourself. You know, I didn't communicate honestly today. That's okay. I will tomorrow. You know, be your real self. Tell people what your favorite dinosaur is. They really do want to know. And I hope that what I've spoken about in this this episode has resonated with you and maybe given you a starting point to achieve some of that more open and honest communication in your life. And because that's something that just is so important to growing that more positive mindset. And to leave you with a quote from an anti an American anti-slave leader that really resonated with me today, good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. Thanks for listening to the Mind Your Mindset, Mind Your Mindset podcast with me, Sam Hafford, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.